Hi, and welcome to Are You Done Yet? The podcast about your project and work management challenges. I'm Mike Taylor with Innovative E, and as always, I have with me Brian Quick. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us again on Are You Done Yet? So, hey, Brian. Mike. Yeah. No, go you. Well, it looks like you're, uh, you got some interesting background there. Um, looks like maybe a Ford of some kind. Yeah, so we had the opportunity to get together for the first time in person uh, in a long, a long time since, you know, maybe late summer. And um, you came up to St. Augustine, mm-hmm. where I live, and uh, we went uh, kind of walking around the town a little bit met with some other colleagues and um, right behind me, I have the Caso de San Marcos, hmm. uh, Castillo de San Marcos, which is the fort that's in St. Augustine that we walked around. Right, right. Yeah. And it occurred to me that um, obviously project management has been around for centuries. Obviously. Um, St. Augustine's the oldest city in right. the country. And uh, somebody had a project plan. Maybe it was written down um, on a piece of paper or whatever, you know, when the Spanish built this fort, but there was a plan to do that. Yeah, and had, had to be right. A lot of, a lot of different had pieces to, to put all that together and it, and it survived 450 years. So, <laughs> right. So it's a monument to project managers, management, uh, you know, um, as a practice mm-hmm. that's evolved over the years. Sure. And, it occurred to me that, you know, the latest trends in project management, which we're going to talk about, we have been talking about, um, are just really an evolution mm-hmm. um, of that. So let's talk about um, what the latest trends are in the industry that we see and how we're what we're hearing from customers. And maybe for some of you folks out there as that, that are thinking about or analyzing your current journey in project and work management that'll help spark some ideas about what other folks are doing. Right, right, yeah. So um, one of the, there's a bunch of different trends and things that are going on. There's collaboration, we'll come back to that in a second. One of the things that's a big trend these days is um, there's a big push towards doing things that are much more um, agile, um, you know, using these um, the more modernistic approaches towards less waterfall type things which is great. Um, at the end of the day, I think a lot of people have been in project management for a long time see and, and embrace that because to a certain extent, most complex projects tend to have some elements of, of waterfall and um, mm-hmm. agile in it. I mean, certainly they didn't have, when they built that fort, they didn't have 10,000 people sitting around waiting for somebody to lay that first brick and then somebody else comes right. in, and just the second thing, right? I mean, there was a plan, so, <laughs> um, but there was probably a lot of very ad hoc communications going on and those kind of things. So. Um, but what one of the things that I think that it, it's kind of emerging um, and, and really in the last year we've seen, we've had customers talk about this, um, is the um, even more, there's always been a huge emphasis on collaboration, right? Um, but in, in the past, sometimes collaboration was easy to do because you could just, you know, you, you and I'd be in the same office or you'd be in the next cube and or I could catch you at the water cooler, right? If we're all co-located and say, hey, Brian, what about this piece, right? Um, right. And, what's what's happened with this forced virtualization that there's been you know all kinds of talk we've talked about it before is the fact that collaboration has become it's been forced to be more digital so the right. digital collaboration aspects of project management have emerged as a um you know a really uh, core tenant and and a critical piece of it and we've had customers tell us that um without things like teams in place when they when you know they had to move virtual 
um, they they would have struggled mightily. Um, you know, there, there was a lot mm-hmm. of challenges as it was, but they had the ability. Really, the the term we've heard many times over is you know teams and and the collaboration aspects of these things are are game changers in terms of being able to stay in touch and everything. Um, but the interesting piece about that is, and I think that's one of the things that uh, we'll talk a little bit more about today is now people are taking that beyond just hey, it's great to be able to have um, a meeting like we're having right now on Teams. Um, we can have places to store files and do those mm-hmm. kind of things. But really starting to think about well, how can we really make the work management experience much more cohesive? So it's not just right. about creating a channel or just about having a team to uh, to do a certain thing. Right. That's Those are excellent points. And, you know, I think about kind of where I've come in my career in terms of project portfolio management since I've been involved in it, um, the, the practice has always been about centralizing the data, right, right? At, at the core mm-hmm. so that so that you can basically you don't have your your project schedules that are being worked on from your various PMs um, and your various customers or internal projects, whatever that case may be, they don't exist on their own in a vacuum. Right. Basically, what you want to try to do is put them into a central system. Once they're mm-hmm. in a central system, some things become possible. Right. Um, reporting, um, centralized task management, um, resource some, aggregation, yeah. resource aggregation, some sort of workflow or mm-hmm. or intake process mm-hmm. that's organized and has governance to it. So that's what been what PPM has been about. Absolutely. What what's really been the focus? And I guess I guess I'll I'll expand on that a little bit by saying, and so what folks have done, what companies have done is they've gone out and picked whatever project portfolio management system best fits their need. Um, and they've implemented it, let's say. Yep. That those needs haven't changed. Right. But the fact is that with the technologies like Teams that are becoming more common, um, there's been more cloud adoption, there's been more Office 365 adoption. And with COVID-19 and the work from home scenario, everybody's got Microsoft Teams now mm-hmm. or some competing product on another platform. And what right. they're trying to do is take that project management, that portfolio management, instead of having a separate tool, pull it into teams mm-hmm. and because that's where everybody is that's where everybody's doing things that's where you know more and more you and i are in teams all the time right and i pop out of teams to go to email mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's 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 completely opposite the way it used to be yeah yeah but absolutely. those needs haven't changed mike the, the they still need intake and demand management they still need risk risk and issue management they still need to figure out if they're doing the right projects or not not just mm-hmm. executing on but at the core projects are about getting work done right so it makes total sense that people are looking at okay i've got this collaboration solution that i already pay for that i'm already rolling out why can't i do my project management in there why can't right. I get my projects done there? Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, some of the discussions we're having with, with clients is, is, like we said, it's getting deeper than just using Teams as, as yet another interface uh, to launch into different areas. Because you can plug things right. in there, right? Um, and, and you can load things on the, they call it the left rail. Um, but how do you 
really start to think about it as a unifying experience. And that's where um, there's a little extra um, capabilities that you can add and things that you can do to make it much more interesting. Um, and, and one of the facilitating components of that is the, the fact that Microsoft is, is making this, well, they've made a move towards the power platform. We've talked right. a lot about that. And you have what is um, what was the CDS and is now called the Dataverse, which becomes mm -hmm. the central repository for all common elements of, of data and new things that you put in there. Um, so one of the things that we know people are exploring and we're exploring is ways to do that so that when you go into Teams, it's not just like a, a different interface and, and you click over to go to right. you know this this application or that application, you really start to do all of your management in one area. All of your work stays in that in that environment, and mm -hmm. um, and you don't have to think about going to these different things. And, and in certain cases, um, you can make some modifications and do some things where it makes it ubiquitous. You don't even necessarily know. So like issues and risk, we talked about that. Um, we've done some work with teams where we've talked about this in a different podcast where we've extended it um to um with, with the power platform and people can go in and instead of having to go launch from teams or from you know just from your, your browser or whatever your project web app or our um project for the web and mm -hmm. going and saying well i need to go into this project i'm a project manager i have some issues i got to go open the project i got to mm -hmm. go in i got to log my issues or risk or update them there i happen to be managing six projects and my my manager the portfolio manager has 10 people like me so there's 60 or 100 projects out mm -hmm. there there's no cent central place to go look at all this and and, mm -hmm. and and even work with the data what you can do with teams and using and extending it with power platform is you can actually pull all that into a power you, by putting it into the dataverse you can pull it all into mm -hmm. a central location and now you can look at it based on your security trimmings so for me, I'd see just my six projects. For you, if you're you're my manager and you've got ten of me, you'd see all sixty projects from all of my peers and myself. And you can actually, if it's configured this way, you can actually go in and make these modifications in a central grid in a Power App. Mm -hmm. Which, if you think about it, this is the kind of thing customers are coming back and telling us they really want to do. I don't have to care. I don't care where that data lies, right? And I don't have to mm -hmm. go modify it in those locations. And think about the savings. So there's. 10, me and nine peers um, all doing this um, and it's saving me, you know, maybe an hour a week to because I don't have to go hunt for things and it's saving you an hour a week and it's saving my other nine peers an hour a week. So there's 10 or 11 hours a week right there that I can mm -hmm. focus on. You talked a little bit about um, at the beginning of the episode, people, um, you didn't use this term, but it's basically what project management has been about. A big part of project management over the years, we talked a lot about this, is chasing information, right? Yeah, that's um, true. And so I'm not chasing, we're not, we get that hour back where we're not just chasing and aggregating information collaboratively around issues and risks, but we're, we've got it back. The stuff is, is updated, you know, in the centralized grid. And now we can focus on doing the, the aspects of project management that make the big difference, which is yeah. going, working the human aspects, working the, right. working the issue, you know, working the actual task issues or, or mm -hmm. whatever they are. So it, it really is, um, when you talk about game changing, that's just one mm -hmm. example of it. And we've had customers telling us they're looking for those kinds of improvements to make across um, in industries. So we had one customer who's talking to us not long ago, um, that they have, um, I think they have 7,500 project managers. And I don't right. know how many projects that represents, right? So you start <laughs> thinking about in something as simple as issues and risk, if they, if they can save an hour for 7,500 project managers every week, um, what kind of additional productivity and, and um, you know, it's not about the, necessarily the dollars. It's about what you can do with that time 
and and what the value that brings to the organization. So it's it's really it's really huge. Seventy five hundred project managers. That's a lot of donuts. That is a lot of donuts. <laughs> a lot of blue shirts. <laughs> yeah, a lot of blue shirts. Um, As we both wearing our blue shirts. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about the blue shirt and the project manager? I don't know. Didn't you have to use in a blue shirt? I used to have a blog called the blue shirt. Yeah, no. I know. That's awesome. So, <laughs> so we're not trying to turn teams into a project portfolio management because teams is not a project portfolio management system. It's a collaboration platform, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. So, but you know, where PPM solutions uh, um, have fallen short a lot of times in the past is in the collaboration. Mm -hmm. yeah. they're, they're, they're always like a separate place you have to go to do stuff. It's almost like an afterthought, right? It's like they think right. about the PPM, here's how we do this, or even agile tools are built around, here's how you get your, you know, your storyboards in yeah. and, and you work all the, you know, everything that's in there, your Kanban. Um, and by the way, we need to collaborate, so we need a space to, to yeah. talk over here, right? right. <laughs> it almost like makes the doing of the project kind of a second class citizen to the reporting or to the oversight or to the workflow that you know you had to go through to create the project and get it get it in and then once you're doing it and executing it the ppm system really doesn't offering anything right it's almost of, like you know it's almost like if that fort behind you right if the, if the spanish that built that fort had had decided they were going to bring a bunch of people together and they were going to contract some french and some english and other people to help them or whatever which would have happened right they were enemies at the time but you know they they bring them all together and they have this great plan like you said and they have it written down or whatever and then they, they go to talk and they're all speaking different languages they don't right. have a good way to collaborate that would have been would have been oh well we should have thought of that thought of that <laughs> yeah and you know microsoft's PPM solutions, project server, and project online. They really tried, and I think they did a little better mm -hmm. at the collaboration aspect because they they basically leveraged SharePoint as an underpinning right. and a platform. And that's always been a pro. That's always been something that we've talked about and people have got benefit from. Yep. I think this this is really interesting because it takes it to a whole nother level. It does. Instead of instead of making your ppm into a collaborative solution and it and it basically makes your collaboration platform into a ppm right um for those customers that want a ppm and 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 it, and it may and it makes the different elements of or the different types of roles that you have much easier to accommodate right because not everyone you know project did a pretty good job of you know project uh, online um of and before that project server of being able to have a couple three different types of roles primarily you're like your your project manager and your your team member and they had different ways to address that this allows you potentially to scale that out to all kinds of different users you could have four mm -hmm. five six different types of roles that have need to access different kinds of information and you just make it ubiquitous to go collaborate here everybody goes does it the same way but based on your security and what you need you see a little bit of what it is that you need to, to work right. with. And of course, things like Power BI become a big part of that as well, and what, what information surface to you. So it, having conversations with customers recently has been really interesting and revealing, and we've had some internal conversations about what we're hearing. Um, and just let me, let me bring up a couple of examples. So some customers want to take their project online tenant and what they which they currently have mm -hmm. and they want to make it more collaborative and pull it into teams 
Mm -hmm. So that project online tenant has, you know, your SharePoint team websites and and it has it basically exists in a browser and in a URL. Well, how we're we're addressing that and helping them, it kind of depends on how much they want to be in teams. But on a basic level, entirely project online and project web app, if you're familiar with the term PWA, can exist entirely within teams. Um, that's a basic function of teams is you can pull in websites and make them a tab. So make them completely part of teams. The, the other thing is that with Power BI, of course, that can be another tab in your team's channel. So you've got power. Now you've got PWA and your reporting where the real kind of decisions come in where it's really situational is do I stop using the SharePoint team websites and start using Teams for my documents instead of putting them out on SharePoint. And that's really a, an organizational decision. At the core, Teams document management is SharePoint anyway, right? Right. But it's really about do you want to keep that project team website as a destination or do you want to make the Teams channel more of a destination right. for information? And you can also you know, if you're doing the task management or the timesheeting aspect of Project Online, you can pull that into the channel too and just sure. deep link right to that. So it feels like the people are that are logging the time, that are updating the status, are just doing it from the Teams channel. They don't have another place they need to go to do that. Yeah. So at a basic level, if you're an existing Project Online customer and you want to do more with Teams, to amp up your collaboration on your projects, those are the kind of things that are, that are possible and that we can talk about at a basic level. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. That um, you're right. There's there's people make the choices to go either either direction. Um, I think in the future, more and more people are going to be putting more of the full collaboration effort into Teams. Right. Um, because I that's think so too. The more the more you go that route, the more um, flexibility you end up ultimately mm -hmm. having. Um, it may feel a little strange right now to do that, but um, but ultimately mm -hmm. you're going to have more and more flexibility, um, and you're going to be moving towards um, future state for where mm -hmm. Microsoft's going with because um, everything's going to be you know Teams and Power Platform in the future. Right. Here's the other thing: is if you're a new customer and you just want to do have better project management practices and better collaboration on your projects and you still haven't centralized your projects at all yet um, maybe you're using excel or you're using some other cloud tool um, available out there to do project management this is an entirely different conversation right mm -hmm. than, it, than it would have been a year ago because we would have said well here's project online here's your you know here's the way that you you take the next step but mm -hmm. now there, it's not really, we, there's a little bit of a pause on our part because we need mm -hmm. to figure out whether or not we should just be using Teams as the collaboration hub and maybe even not using Project Online and PWA at all because there's some other options. Right. That's, that's what really has changed the conversation mm -hmm. um, into being a Teams first conversation, not a how do I work, how do I do this in Teams or how do I do PPM in Teams? It's I basically, team, I, I know I have teams. I want to start there. Right. So so what these customers are doing is they're going and they're looking at planner and they're saying, 
well, this sort of looks like project management. I it's tasks. I kind of like the Kanban board, and I like that I can move stuff around. Mm -hmm. But it's not. But then they call us, and they're saying, but it it doesn't do scheduling. And we're like, well, yeah, it does. That's right, it doesn't. You know, it doesn't have dependencies. It doesn't. You can't predict your end dates. It's like a a nice task management system. Right. It's very graphical. It's easy to use. We use it. Um. You know. Yeah. It's, but it, like you said, it's not for um, project management when you need to start working with the the task, uh, the task dependencies, um, any kind of resourcing other than just having somebody assigned to it. There's right. no resource aggregation and, um, you know, decrement of resource availability for future look and all that kind of stuff or assignments right. or any of that stuff. And, you know, who's yeah. allowed to be assigned to what task or, or project or whatever. So several customers, it's like, well, yeah, we tried that and it, it's nice, but it's not enough. Right. So, yep. so that's where Project for the Web comes in and play. And we've had a, a lot of conversation about that on the podcast, and we've mm -hmm. done, done demonstrations in the past. It is Microsoft Project kind of reinvented for a browser-centric, and it fits right into Teams. It's, yep. it's like right in there. So we like that option a lot better for people that want to centralize their projects. And like you said before, it goes into the Dataverse, the Dataverse being the their common repository behind um a lot of this these cloud workloads it right. started with dynamics and then it moved into these other workloads like project for the web they leveraged the dataverse so that's the common reporting database that we're going to use in these scenarios so you've got now you've got teams you're hyped on collaboration you've got a scheduling engine in there and Really, Microsoft hasn't built the rest of the PPM stuff to surround it if you need it. So that's where we've been able to augment the solution um, with our own IP and and with you know some creativity around how do we make Teams into um, a full project management solution for enterprises for organizations. Um, and and the conversation is like about. How mature are you? What do you need to do? What do you need to do next? Do you want to do risk and issue management? Right, right. Okay. So what our app basically provisions the risk list, the issues list automatically with the channel. As soon as you submit your project request, it goes through your, your workflow, whatever you, you want your workflow to be. And then you can log issues and risks right from the chat, like you were saying. It's so cool. Escalate it from a chat. Um, so down, now we've got project management, we've got centralized data, we've got reporting with Power BI, and we've got risk and issue management. Right. Yep. And and you can do that with the interesting pieces. Um, we can do that with project for the web, um, project online. We can take some of the the tools that that we're working with a lot of customers on, and one of our key partners, Edison, and we can put that into the same construct. Mm -hmm. So it still it creates a, a unified work management experience. So if you're using mm -hmm. Edison projects, you can do exactly the same thing. And, right. And that's a good alternative for a lot of customers as well. Um, mm -hmm. If they're if they're on the platform where they want to do the ideation, the business case, the projects, and do the end-to-end -end solution there, and mm -hmm. then the whole experience can be encapsulated within Teams. So it's 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 pretty it's pretty game changing. Yeah. And then with Project for the Web, you have your Kanban card interface. Mm -hmm. So. You can assign someone a task and then they can move it along just like they would in planner um, and it's a co-authorable schedule so we can check that box mm -hmm. 
What's going to be nice in the future is where Microsoft's kind of connecting some dots here, and it can't really happen soon enough, <laughs> is when those project tasks inside Project for the Web become part of the task ecosystem, the to-do ecosystem mm -hmm. within Office 365, because then people will, the, the alerts will be automatic, people will have, you know, on their to-do list, and, and it'll, it'll kind of bring it all together in a, in a better way. Right mm -hmm. now we can build we can build those alerts in with Power Automate, but we have to do extra work to do that. Yep, absolutely. So then when you get into what are the other aspects of a project portfolio management system that always come up, that always are a pain point, and you always look at resource management. Mm -hmm. It's it's still a huge pain point for a lot of organizations and it it really drives why people look at I need a I need a better way. I need and get out of Excel. It's not a, a feasible, viable um, situation. Right. Or I need maybe I've made a shift, and sometimes we've we've seen customers who've made that hard shift to, to go all agile, and so they're mm -hmm. no longer tracking uh, resource time and availability at any kind of. They're just kind of assigned to teams, um, like like work teams, not Microsoft teams. Um, or groups, and they start to find that hey, I, I do need some of that granularity and that information, and and right. that's that's where you start to look at things like, um, again, one of our you know tenets of what we do is is working in lockstep with the Microsoft vision of allowing people to work the way they want to work, the work management right. freedom, but get the results they need, which and you know we 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 focus a lot on agility, visibility, and control, which mm. is a long way to say you know people could be over here working in an agile solution. Maybe they still need a component that uses a PPM solution, and you need to integrate that data. And that's where we use things like um, like TaskTop to, right. to bring that data together and make sure that people can um, get both what they need, which is kind of give them the freedom to do the dev over here and the and the way they want to work, but still be able to understand a little bit of that resource loading. You may lose a little granularity um, when you're doing it that way versus more of a traditional PPM load. Um, but you still have maybe your your core compliance that you have to do. We, we work with mm -hmm. a lot of regulated industries, right? You know, financial services, government, healthcare, and there, there's there's compliance and regulations around you know some of the what are they doing, what are the returns they're getting on these projects, and and they need the some of that resourcing um, stuff like you started to talk about, right? For that, yeah. So this is a this is a tough one. I mean, this is a, this is not something that we can just say, well, yeah, if you need resource management, here you go. Because we're in a little bit of a situation here with the resource management. So Project Online PWA obviously has resource management capabilities. Um, but the project for the web product and the the team's collaboration centric solution that we've been picture that we've been painting really just allows you to sign people to tasks. Right. And it and there's some basic Power BI reporting about who's assigned to what. And when does it start and when does it stop? And you know, what does that really mean for their workload? But it doesn't mm -hmm. go so far as to do capacity planning or staffing nope. or anything like that. So this is where you may be back in a project online scenario if you have robust resource management needs. Mm -hmm. Um, at least for the time being. Yeah. Until until there's something now we're hearing, you know, we keep hearing that. They're going to, Microsoft's going to start doing things like leveraging the, um, the, 
the uh, resource management capabilities of Dynamics, which are also built on the Dataverse. Right, the so Universal Resource Scheduler. Yeah, the URS. Yeah, the URS, to, which are also built on the Dataverse to, mm -hmm. to start augmenting that or, or pull that into the Project for the Web tool in some way. But we don't really know when that's happening. Right. Yep, absolutely. Um, but it's but the key is that we can and and are helping customers um, you know work more collaboratively with a, a central and unified teams work and project management experience today, right. um, and we still can help solve those problems. There's a bit of an evolution that's going on. There always has been, always will be. Um, but um, <laughs> it's it, it's an interesting place to be right now. It is. So so Mike, I think the bottom line is um, I think we we we. We can help if you're thinking about, you know, teams for project management, and 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 you want to go that direction to collaborative, call it collaborative project and work management, and you want to do a team centric. There's some decisions that have to be made. There's some conversations that you have to understand what your needs and challenges are, what your priorities are. Um, but we think it's a great idea. We think that doing project management and work management in teams is probably the future mm -hmm. of where of where we're going on the platform. And we can help you make these decisions and light up certain scenarios for you. Do it gradually. So perhaps you want to get started with just project creation intake um, and uh, you know project approval to provisioning a Teams channel with your project schedule in it, risk and issue management, mm -hmm. um, document storage and management. And then you want to get into some more really creative things like I want to start capturing categorization of my projects. I want to centralize the the data management of my projects. We can help with all that mm -hmm. in Teams by augmenting the Teams project for the web solution with Power Apps and Power Platform, um, Power Automate, uh, and right. Power BI, and, and really build around it, make it right. more complete. Yeah, absolutely. And from day one, which you're going to get because you have that full suite that you're talking about, is for those listening, um, you're going to get a, a lot more visibility from day one. So you're going to get right. the, you're going to get the collaborative aspects that we keep talking about, but you're also going to get we've talked mentioned Power BI. You're going to it's going we're going to light up and you're going to see some dashboards. Some of them are some out of the box capabilities, and then we can then we can augment um, those yeah. with additional reporting um, as you continue to mature along your journey a little bit. And you, you, that is really the central piece of uh, work and project management is visualizing where things are. You talked about having everything in a mm -hmm. common area. That's that's one thing. The, the second piece mm -hmm. is can you see it and, and see make it, it actionable, yeah. right? And and yeah, that's that's available from day one with with these types of solutions too, because the integrated mm -hmm. power platform that includes Power BI. Yeah, that's an excellent point. Um, I think and, uh, you know several versions ago, Mike, we were. When we were in, you know, 2007 and 2010, uh, project server implementation, so the visualization was always a challenge. It right. was centralized, but you know, having how to write. It? How do you see it? And the specialization that it took to write the reporting, right. and to have someone do it for you, was was an impediment to a lot of people being able to visualize the data. Yeah, yeah, and and getting the data right is is always going to be a challenge, but the ability to visualize it right right away once the data is where it needs to be some of it's just right out of the box with the applications um some of it if, if you need to to you know tweak it a certain way you've got to move that data into a way that you can then visualize it one of the points i'd like to make here though is um for those who uh, might be listening and, and they've got different standards for reporting platforms so they may have business objects or tableau mm -hmm. or, or 
one of the mm -hmm. others that are out there. Um, most of our customers have multiple reporting platforms right. and business intelligence platforms. What what we've seen in a trend over the last couple of years is um, people who are on the Microsoft platform, they may have, we have, again, a lot of the other platforms that folks are using this saying, well, we can't, we can't do our display, um, our, our reporting for the project management or the teams for work management solution you have in Power BI because, you know, this is our standard. Right. What what tends to happen is they go, well, how much is that? And, and in certain cases, <laughs> they're on an ESQ and it's like, well, you, you already have the license. They're mm -hmm. like, really? Mm -hmm. and, and I can get this reporting. So it becomes, it, it's not an or situation. It oftentimes becomes an and situation. Mm -hmm. If if that's not the corporate standard for, um, you know, your your high level reporting, it doesn't matter. You still could use Power BI potentially for mm -hmm. your work and project management solution to get things done at that level and still be feeding that data over mm -hmm. to your Tableau or your business objects. And we work with that every day with our customers. Yeah. And it's and it becomes, um, and in certain cases you you have to go a little further and you have to um, build, um, you know, a, a a data store. We there's a product called Data Store that allows you to build an Azure SQL engine. Um, right out of things like project, but that just enables this reporting even more. Yeah, that's a really good point. I love that data store product. Edison 365 built an awesome product. Um, oh, yeah. So yeah. It, it, it really does help folks mm -hmm. with, you know, the different reporting tools that you said, but not only that with um, data historics, historic mm -hmm. reporting and auditing of what changed when. Um, a lot of folks are finding that, you know, it's, if they're if they're going to try to build that themselves, it's going to take an enormous amount of time to do that. It's already done for you. Yeah, we have we have a customer who's going through a major, you know, mm -hmm. pandemic related um, enterprise organization reorg, um, and part of doing that is requiring um, their whole resource breakdown structure and everything is completely rearchitected. Mm -hmm. So to do that. Um, require some extracts, and they're actually using business objects and Tableau to to surface that information. Um, so they're rearchitecting their their entire organizational structure, and they already had data store in place. And mm -hmm. the ability to pull this data out, like you mentioned, the uh, archive data, and and different types of extracts, it was key to have that already there. If you didn't have the data store and that SQL engine, um, it would have required mm -hmm. a lot more work to get that done. So mm -hmm. it's foundation for that project. So a couple of other things. Just of note that it, it seems like um, figuring out what the right recipe for your company or your organization is with teams and collaborative work management is is not always the same answer for everybody. And it seems like we're spending a lot of time trying to trying to talk to folks about what is the right sauce for you in teams? What do you need to do as far as your project management journey? Um, and that seems like it's taking more time up front in these conversations because it's not like, well, here's this thing over here. And from a sales uh, director perspective, it's a little bit more challenging, frankly, to have these conversations. So what we're what we're coming up with is ways that we can come up with some low cost, limited investment assessments um, where we can basically come in and talk to you, do requirements, talk to you about how you want to do project management in teams and come up with the right solution for you as more of a, frankly, it's more of a consulting activity than it has been in the past. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's very situational. Yeah, it depends on um, how 
and, and we can present the different work options and project management options are available from the platform, but also mm -hmm. your, your organization, the customer's organization will have their own way and governance and things that they're looking at from mm -hmm. teams perspective. So how do you plug those things together? And that's, that's where this type of um, offering can help provide that clarity before they mm -hmm. go make um, a lot of investment of time and, and money. Right. And another thing is that like when it starts out like more organically in teams, um, with people creating channels and wanting to do project management and teams, it can be kind of a mess. I mean, it can create kind of a mess. Um, you've got some, some folks have even locked it down so you can't create new teams and channels. There may be some inconsistency to it. Um, the data may not be centralized the way you want it to be. Right. So our teams work management app helps with that. Absolutely. Um, and it, it basically, centralizes the new project creation into a common form, puts it through your workflow using Power Automate, and provisions the channel and all of the appropriate tabs, depending on what, what project management in Teams means to you. Mm -hmm. Is it project for the web, issue risk management, reporting? Um, is there Are there some other things you want in there? And does it in a consistent way? Right. It adheres to your governance and it's not going to create a big mess inside of teams with a bunch of different channels for God knows what. All your documents are going to be centralized in the right places. You can report on the risks and the issues and then maybe change requests that are happening in a central way. And right. it pulls it all together. So that's our what we've created in order to help folks with this journey. And we usually include it as part of the discussion. Yep, absolutely. And people are, are finding a lot of value in it. Oh, it's, for um, sure. It's uh, it's very exciting. So I have a feeling we'll be talking about this again soon, Mike. I think so. I think, <laughs> so. I think this is a, a growing conversation. <laughs> it sure is. You know, among the lot of other things we talk to customers about, this particular topic seems to be gaining a lot of momentum and attention, um, given the fact that people are needing to collaborate remotely more and more often. Um, and, uh, and, and so it's been exciting. It's been an evolution of kind of the way I've seen the mm -hmm. space evolving as well. And it really, um, moved us forward. I think maybe a year or two at least. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think, um, you know, the situation that's happened is, is pushed, um, the, the adoption of these tools, um, ahead by a couple of years and, and people yeah. under transformation journeys and, and we see that a lot and um with our customers and in and, and in many ways that has is good because it's actually creating um these efficiencies that weren't there before and, and right. it creates these opportunities for further efficiencies to go deeper in, mm -hmm. in these areas that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And it's in the right direction too, because the 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 dataverse and the power platform, which is what we're basically using to augment and centralize the data in this scenario is a huge area of investment for Microsoft and and something that we're going to reap the benefits of in both the short and long term if our project management data and our project collaboration and activities are happening there. Right. Yeah, there's um and that's getting a little bit ahead but uh there's going to be some really interesting things when we have this conversation a lot um about you know what we're going to be able to do is that that data set within customer organizations grows. Um, you know, more things in the project management space that go beyond just consolidating data, like we've talked about at the beginning mm -hmm. of this call, to actually moving. If you think about project management, the way that people do project and work management, 
the using whatever the tool is, right? If it's planner, mm -hmm. project for the web, project online, even competing cloud tools. Um, it's really an abstraction of the work. You're putting it somewhere else and, mm -hmm. it's, and it's hopefully reflects to some degree of accuracy what people are actually doing, right? Mm -hmm. um, more and more when you get this information into the dataverse, you're gonna be able to mine that information and be able to, to come back with, we, you know, using these tools, reporting and AI, you're gonna be able to come back with some things like predictive analytics some natural language analysis, some things that are gonna be able to say, this is what we think is going on or, or, or what mm -hmm. this is telling us. Do you agree? And if you do, then, you know, this is what's what this is the kind of action you might want to take. And even mm -hmm. further down the road, there may even be some predictive um, or suggested actions and things that would, would come out of it. So it's it's mm -hmm. it's kind of a dawning of a new age of work and project management. And and it's um and it's pretty exciting. Yeah, now, Microsoft has always been Microsoft PPM and project management solutions have always been um, a platform discussion mm -hmm. and, and that's purposeful mm -hmm. um, this really doubles down on that absolutely yeah it really does yeah the platform is the ppm right solution right. and so it's not about like whether or not the the product that you're looking at has ai capabilities <laughs> right right it's you know, a platform it, it's the platform because it's already baked in it's already and it already there. has all those things right so right i think i think most customers who are solidly invested in the 365 you know, m365 0365 mm -hmm. um platform and um and mm -hmm. everything that that means with like we talked about the power platform azure um mm -hmm. the dataverse they're going to start to see that more and more when they make these enterprise right. decisions of where to go is that mm -hmm. it makes a lot more sense to stay in an in, in ecosystem um, a technical ecosystem and a partner ecosystem that's going to, you're going to get the, the maximum value for, you know, for your lowest investment. And that's ultimately right. what, what customers want out of these, out of these types of tools. So you can count on Innovative E to be there, fill in the blanks, connect the dots on this stuff, um, figure out what the right recipe for you to do collaborative project and work management in teams is. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, just give you our educated opinion about where we think that you should take the products. Um, what's the right mix for you? How do you get started? We're going to be here for you for this journey. And I have a feeling, Mike, that um, we're going to make a bit of a career out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Extend the career. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, Brian. Well, um, anything of interest uh, beyond project management to talk about today? Weather's well, getting a little bit better. <laughs> There is one thing, Mike, and it's a conversation that we're having with another customer. It's not really project related at all. What's um, that? It we're doing more and more on the power platform with power apps and power automate. And we have yeah. a really exciting customer that uh, wants to build six power apps um, to run their business right. and uh, and to have the logic built in to those power apps that basically creates they're differentiating story in the industry and we're That's helping special sauce. Yeah. Yeah. So we're building the sauce and, you know, we, we've gone through the effort now of analyzing what those six apps are going to do, what the roadmap is for them. And we're about to get started on that journey. And so I'm just kind of excited that Innovative E um, is having those kind of conversations with customers. If you're out there and you're thinking, our platform, I'm not sure how to get started, but it sounds like it's really promising. I think we can help you. Yeah, it's almost like um, we could have a section called Did You Know Innovative. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, 
Hey. So we've done a lot of that kind of work with customers. We're mostly known for the project work management solutions mm -hmm. that we do. But um, in many cases, we get involved with, um, you know, those solutions are completely different solutions. In the case of the one you're talking about, this customer came to us and they have, you know, a very specific way they, they approach their business um, and they have their intellectual property around it and their processes and they had tried to do some things with Power App and a nice um, byproduct of all of our investment over the last couple of years with Microsoft shifting more towards the Power Platform is we were able to help them assess where they were and then start building um, into the future um, their special sauce into these apps, which will continue to help them with their market differentiation, which is um, at the end of the day, is 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 really a lot of fun, and um, and it makes yeah. a big difference for for the customer, right? I mean, they can they can be more effective and more efficient, which mm -hmm. is what we're all about. But it's it's not you know it goes beyond project and work management. It's how they're engaged with their customers and their uh, like I said, market differentiation, which is which is a lot of fun. Um, and we do that with even outside of Power Platform. We do that with the more traditional things too. We have some some pretty large customers we've worked with where we've helped extend their products. Um, we do a lot of mm -hmm. software development. A lot of people don't mm -hmm. know that about us, right? Did you know? <laughs> we have uh, dozens of developers who are working on um, enterprise pro products for customers um, and and mm -hmm. um, public facing products that um, help them with their their differentiation and and their market capabilities. So that that right. that that's a, that piece of the business is a lot of fun too. Yeah, it is. So you know. That about wraps it up, I think, Mike. Good conversation. Uh, yeah. and one I think that's going to be a, a recurring theme. Um, so I think that'll do it. All right. Until next time. Until next time. Uh, are you done yet? <laughs> Never done, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> the Working Project Management Podcast from Innovative E. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day. Have a good day. Bye. Mm -hmm.